Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. Happy Thanksgiving week, everyone. I have to just tell you, I am finally recording on my new laptop. I have had a new MacBook for quite some time, and um, I am just now getting it all set up, and it's such a vibe. Like, the screen is so big. I'm so into it. I feel like like a little bit more professional, if you can believe it. Like, I mean, we all know she's obviously very professional in the way that, you know, I ramble and, you know, can't keep my thoughts straight. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, (laughs) But anyways, I just had to, like, give you the vibes that I'm like here. She's on a new computer. She's in a new space. She's ready to go. Well, not really. I mean, I'm recording where I normally record, but it just like feels like a good new vibe. Like I I feel like December is going to be a good month because you know what? November was a good month and I'm always so hyper fixated on October being like the month. And you know what? My October was was okay. Wasn't what I, you know, am normally used to. But I feel like all the other months really kind of made up for that. And I'm here for it. She's a a November stan these days. Um, But happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If you're listening Thanksgiving week, I hope you have the most amazing plans, even if that's like you celebrating on your own, like or you're traveling or whatever you're doing. I hope it's the best. I am prepared today. I will be making my sangria, uh, my apple cider sangria. I think it's truly the best. And one year I did actually put edible glitter in it, which friend of the podcast, Danielle, did bring up to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that I did that. But it was so fun and cute and chic, which we love. I don't know if I'll be doing that this year, but um, it was fun and something to keep in mind for next year. Like my mom was asking if I was just going to do apple cider mimosas. And I was like, babe, since when? We've been seeing agreeing for the last couple years and it's delish the, it's a crowd pleaser and also for me babes I don't know about you but like it is so hard for me to do champagne these days like I feel like the headache comes almost immediately and don't get me wrong I love mimosas like nobody loves m- brunch more than your girl right like I am so basic and I love a mimosa but it's just it's so tough for me it, it, so I'm actually thinking about it. I'm sure I'll talk about this again in December. But, you know, I did champagne goals this year. And actually what I'm thinking about doing for next year is doing little cards, like pulling out the money ahead of time and doing little cards and putting in like, so say one of the rewards is like getting my nails done. Like I'll put in the money in the card that will let me do that because I know myself, even if I reward myself with the card, I'll be like, no, I can't afford this right now. So putting the money to actually do it is the vibe. But um, yeah, because it's been hard. I mean, I'm really excited. I'm competitive. So I still am fighting for my champagne goals. But it just like doesn't feel as exciting because I don't want to drink the champagne. Also, I don't really like to drink alone anymore. And that's just on being stressy and depressy. And so, you know, and the otter doesn't really drink that much, especially champagne. So anyways, like long story short, I, I got to switch it up next year. But that wasn't what I had originally slated to talk about right now. So I wanted to give you the five random things that I am thankful for this Thanksgiving. So number one is people who provide fans 
at their wedding when they know it's going to be hot. Like I'm talking about people who get married pretty much any month that's not January, February, November, December, but honestly, November as well. And they know that one of their little cute things is they give you a paper fan because they know it's going to be hot when you're sitting in the crowd. Like those people, I understand that there's a lot of expenses when it comes to weddings and you're like, shit, that might just be another one. But I'm telling you right now, as someone, as a sweaty girl, as a sweaty, sweaty girl, like I have baked in so much heat for so many weddings, especially those who are like unshaded, you know, and when I walk up and I see like a little paper on a popsicle stick, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like my, my soul's been released from my body. I'm so excited about it. I'm like, thank you. Bless you. Okay. Number two is people who bring their dogs anywhere. And also, like in the same category, uh, people whose pets interrupt Zooms. Like, thank you so much for being one of those people who wants to socialize your dog and have them outside. There are people like me who aren't, you know, ready to have a dog. And I understand that, like, I don't need to approach every dog because that's probably really annoying for an owner. But just being able to see them walk by is very exciting. And I love when people don't realize that their pets are in the room and then they're like on a Zoom call and then there's like dog barking or then a cat just like appears on the camera like that saved 2020 for me. Like honestly, working from home and the pandemic and everything was really hard, of course, for everybody. And the one thing that was giving me just such good vibes was obviously seeing animals on screens. Okay, number three is whoever decided that it would be a good idea to go to retirement homes and ask old people relationship advice, specifically the sassy ones. Like, I love it either way. I, I don't know whose bright idea it was to start this, but it was so genius. And of course, like, I love the ones that, you know, they're really sweet and caring and they're like communication, things like that. But then I love the other ones that are just like, don't or, you know, drink a lot of wine or something like I just love the sassy responses, but I also love the sweet ones. Like I'm crying and I'm laughing and I appreciate that emotional roller coaster for me. Um, also, number four is whoever invented Costco hot dogs, pizza and free samples. Whoever decided that, like, I'm going to put a hot dog up for grabs for a dollar fifty with a soda. Just honestly, you deserve all the good things in this world. And then the Costco pizza, like the big pizza is a good price. The slice is a good price. And it's never disappointed. Like I have never gotten a pizza or a hot dog from Costco and felt disappointed. Notably left off this list is whoever the hell decided to get rid of the chocolate vanilla swirl soft serve, like straight to jail for you. Um, but the hot dog and the pizza do make up for that, I guess. Also, whoever was like, you know, it would be a great idea. Let's like give free samples in the grocery store. You are genius. You deserve everything. OK, um, and then number five, any sandwich place that gives a pickle for free. Any deli that you go to that decides, you know what, babe, I'm gonna give you a pickle on the side. I'm so thankful for you. Like you are truly God's gift to this earth and the way that you think about us, because like after having a sandwich, like a little after after sandwich pickle is honestly like it's just unmatched. Like I don't even know what to compare it to because it's just like so much better than everything else. Like I imagine it's, you know, what it's like to win the lottery. I don't know. I assume that that's the same sensation is winning a lot of money and then enjoying a free pickle with your deli sandwich. I, 
I don't know. I've never won the lottery, obviously. My outfit's from Shein, but you know, it's it's fine. Uh, <laughs> also, okay, so five more serious things that I am thankful for this, this year. Obviously, number one, numero uno, you all, you bitches. Number one, my listeners. I can't believe I've been doing this podcast for four years. That's so crazy to me. The shit we've been through. I know I've talked about this, but it's like when we really break it down, it's like how many jobs have I had since we've chatted? How many boyfriends have I had since we chatted? Like how many times have I been in the hospital since we chatted? It's like the drama is so high. How many weddings have I been in? Like there have just been so many big life moments that we have like gone through together. And I just had to, you are my number one thing I'm most thankful for this year. Also, obviously my incredible friends and family. Uh, I say this all the time and I mean it. I have the best friends and I've gained so many more friends over the years, which has been so great. Like, especially, you know, shout out to front of the podcast, Danielle. I feel like I got really, you know, into her world and met her friends living out here. And it was so great. Um, also, you know, I just feel like I have friends in all these different locations and the fact that we're still friends and the fact that my friends listen to this podcast, even though they talk to me and they're like, I'll hear the story on the phone. Like the fact that they enjoy that, that they enjoy hearing the podcast and then also hearing, you know, me tell them, retell them the story is so great and amazing. And obviously my family's always been very uh, supportive. My dad listens to the podcast every week. So shout out to John. Also in this category is I'm so thankful for everybody who's made me an aunt. I think that fits in my friends and family category. I love being an aunt. I think it's so fun. And, you know, I wish I could see my little babies every day, but I am so excited when I do get to see them. I love being an aunt. Thank you for um, bringing to light my one major personality trait, which I think is being a fun aunt. Uh, also, number three, obviously, Andrew. Let's not play any games here. Therapy is something I will always be grateful for. I understand that it's not for everybody, and I totally understand. I think everyone should try it. But for me, it's been so life-changing, and it's so fun to, like, look back. You know me. I'm a reflector. We all know. And I love looking back at all the things that we have been through together and succeeded at together, and I'm just so, so grateful for Andrew. You already know I am a helpless romantic, so you know the otters on this list. He has been such a bright light for me. I feel so grateful to have met him. And I feel like, you know, there's so many things there. Like, I feel like he's teaching me all these things that I need to know in life, not only how to play Magic the Gathering, but just how I deserve to be treated. And I feel like in partner with Andrew and all this work that I've done with myself, like, it's so nice to have somebody who is so supportive and is a reflection of all this hard work that I've done and is truly like just so, so I can't supportive. It doesn't even begin to describe like the way that I, you know, can just be myself and I have so much fun every day. And, you know, this year wasn't the easiest, but like what year is. But honestly, when I look back on it, I'm just so I'm so grateful. I feel like you know, I, I had somebody who helped me through every single piece and was there on my good days and my bad days and made my bad days good days. And it's just been such a whirlwind and so much fun. I can't believe it's almost 
a year since we went on our first date, I actually went back and listened to the podcast episode where I, I just listened to the, the part where I talked about the first date. And I was just curious because I was like, what did I say? And um, I'm not surprised. I was like, I'm obsessed and uh, still am. So some things never change. And number five, I am sneaking a little announcement in to my things I'm grateful for. I got a new job and I am so grateful for that. It was truly a whirlwind. I uh, have been interviewing pretty much since I got laid off. Uh, Basically, this place had reached out to me when I was still at my last job and I was talking to the otter and I was I was like, oh, this is interesting. And I'm like, I don't know if I should. I really loved my job. Like, I loved my job. And he was like, just reach out to them like you never know. And I'm like, you're right. And thank God I did because I got laid off shortly after that. And so when I got laid off, the literal day I got laid off, I emailed and was like, hey, you know, are you still looking um, to hire? And they're like, do you want to interview today? And I'm like, in my pajamas, mascara down my face, like, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I ended up, you know, doing the interview. It's been a long interview process, but I I got the job and I start on the Monday after Thanksgiving. So I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for all the work that I've had this year. I mean, my taxes are going to be so insane. Like I literally am going to need so much help because what in the world? Like this is going to be so wild. Um, I've had three jobs and been on unemployment twice. Like it's going to be crazy. But, you know, I my last company was definitely, I think, so eye opening. Like I've said, it, it was I had the best time. I loved my coworkers and it was a really tough loss. And, um, you know, this is going to be a whole new challenge. It's a, um, a higher title, but different company. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited to take this on and, um, you know, hope to tell you more about it so I can be real nervous next week. I signed my paperwork today, which is Tuesday while I'm recording. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited. And I just, yeah, I'm grateful. I, it's been it's been such a good year. I even though I've lost my job a bunch of times and I've been depressed at many moments of the year, I am very grateful for everything and ready to um, take on 2024. I mean, I know we have some time, but I've got like two very big weddings next year and I cannot wait. Like I I'm so excited to see my cousin Danielle get married. I am so excited to marry Kim and Alex. Like it's going to be it's going to be a good year, baby. And I've got a couple other other weddings, you know, that I get to attend as a guest. And I'm I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled. OK, so I just want everybody to know that I was in Geyserville last week. Um, I could not remember for the life of me, but I stayed at the Geyserville Inn. Shout out. It was so stunning. Also, you know, my crazy ass. They do weddings there. And of course, of course, I was thinking about it. I was like out the window. So I I ended up getting us a room with they the suites had like a, either a fireplace or a balcony. And I was like, oh, I think I'm just going to do the fireplace. But they ended up upgrading us to have a fireplace and a balcony. And I was like, that's so sweet. And um, I really appreciate it. It might may or may not have been because I, I spewed a little trauma, sad story because I was like, oh, you know, I'm trying to take, you know, this guy for his birthday. And, you know, I 
just got laid off and we were supposed to go to Bodega Bay and all this stuff. And so anyways, I'm sure that that helped out. Also, the fact that maybe it was a Wednesday and nobody else was staying there on a Wednesday. Yeah, I'm just saying. But it was so it was so stunning, beautiful. I could not recommend it more. The fireplace was so cute. The view was so beautiful and it was like fall leaves on the vines and I was truly in heaven. And of course, I was thinking about how pretty it would be to have a fall wedding out there in Geyserville. And like, honestly, I, I saw where they get married. I saw a little dance floor. It was so cute, you guys. And then I was like, oh, everybody can stay on the property. I'm not. And I know that. But you know that, too. And that's why you like to listen to me. So anyways. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so obviously we were up there celebrating the otter's birthday. We had such a good time. So we drove up. I found a comic book store in Santa Rosa. It was so big. It was two stories. It was like the mecca of comic book stores. And it was really cute to go in. We do kind of, I will say that we, I, there are like two different kinds of comic book stores. There's like obviously really big and clean ones. And then there's just like these little hole in the walls, dirty ones that have like boxes everywhere. And we're more of the dirty, you know, kind of boxes everywhere ones. But this one was so beautiful. And I bought a lot of magic cards for him and a new dice. I was very excited about the dice situation. I was like, oh, my God, this is so cute. But it was so beautiful. I think it was called like, oh, OC comics or something. I probably should have looked it up in case you're wondering. If you are wondering, DM me. I will let you know at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's. Um, then we went to downtown Santa Rosa and we walked the whole downtown because I was like, there are a ton of restaurants here. So, you know, I want you to pick where you want to eat. Like to me, I would have eaten at Russian River Brewery, obviously. Um, and then second would be Belly Left Coast Kitchen and Tap Room. So good. But, you know, he was like, I kind of just want something light. We're going to have a big dinner. So we ended up going to the deli, which I honestly have never been to. And it was really good. We like sat in downtown, ate our sandwiches and we weren't going to go to Russian River Brewery. But then he had to pee and we were already like back at the car. And I was like, well, we could just like run in for, you know, a little tiny Pliny, if you would, um, just a, a quick beverage, you know, and we go in and honestly, you guys, it's so funny to me that there are just places that you walk into and you feel like home. Like I, I it's so weird. It was at Russian River Brewery, but like I walked in and I felt like overly emotional and so extra just because I was like, this feels like home. Like this feels like you know, all these memories kept coming back. I spent so much time there when I was working at Wine Country Radio. The way Dre Lopez and I would literally do our show and then run over and have lunch and a beer like that happened on a regular basis. Pretty sure you're not allowed to do that now, but it's fine. And I it, like it was just so many memories and I, I was just so happy to be there and I was so grateful. I know it was like his birthday, you know, so I wanted to make it about him. But, you know, how I am, it's hard to not make it about me ever. So I um, so <laughs> we I was so I was so grateful that we got to pop in there. And then the best part of this whole story, this whole day. OK, so in the morning, we're going to flash forward a little bit in the morning. The otter had to go to a meeting. So I'm like getting ready at the house, you know, whatever. And I get a call from from Bestie George. And I'm like, I have to answer this. I've been missing him so much. Like, truly, I told him this on the phone and I'm not even kidding. Like, I did very much cry in therapy about how much I miss Eloy and George. And I stand by that. So anyways, I I miss him so much. And, and the otter, I just got home and I was like, oh, my God, I have to answer this. And he goes, are you still going to Snowman County today? And I said, yeah, I am. Why? He's like, well, I just got a message from Jordan Libby. Jordan Libby is a loyal podcast listener. And I just want to break this down. This was Wednesday when the podcast was released. I had mentioned on there that, you know, 
uh, I was going to Sonoma County and she called George to say that she would love to host the Otter and I at Russian River Vineyards. And I was like, oh my God, I love this girl. I love this girl so much. And I was like, honestly, an opportunity to hang with her. Like I'm in. I asked the Otter. He was so down. So we went up there next. It was so stunning. Also, I okay. so I have to say this. I was talking to my dad yesterday and he's like, you know, I've been thinking about this. So because I told him all about, you know, seeing Jordan and everything. And he was like, so when when she met the otter, did she call him the otter? And I was like, and she and he's like, and how does how did he react? Does he know about the otter? And I was like, he very much knows. And I've told him many times, especially when we meet new people, like because I'm I always tell them they're going to know you as the otter. Like, this is how a lot of people know you. They listen to the podcast and Jordan the way she hyped me up so hard was so incredible. And I believe when we did meet, I think I was the one who was like, this is the otter. Or she was like the otter. I don't, I don't totally remember, but she gave us a tour. Russian River Vineyards is so stunning. Russian River Vineyards is a must go to location. You guys, the wine was also so good. And I know this is weird to say, but I believe it makes a big difference. There are wine glasses were so cute and fun to drink out of because I've been to some wineries where I'm like, I have honestly not gone back because the glassware game is so weak and I stand by that decision, but it was so beautiful. I cannot believe that I had not been going there every single time I was going to Sonoma County and going wine tasting because it was so beautiful and we had the best time catching up. I was like, please sit with us and hang. And the three of us had like such a cute little date. And when I left, uh, the otter was like, I was like, she was probably so excited to meet you. Like, I talk about you so much on the podcast. And he's like, he's like, she is such a fan. And he's like, it was really cool to hear like how, you know, how much she loved the podcast. And I was like, oh my God, Jordan, thank you for the unbelievable street cred. It was uh, so amazing. And I felt so grateful to hang with her. It was it was truly like my favorite part of the day. And I I just had so much fun. And the like I said, the wine was incredible. The space is so cute. You can book events there. And I could not recommend it more. Don't think, don't think for one second that when my crazy ass was thinking about how I could get married in Geyserville, I was like, could I have my, you know, welcome party here. Like, I know it's like 25 minutes away from the Geyserville Inn, but I still think it would be worth it. Like I could get a bus. Um, once again, we need to stop planning a wedding for somebody who's not engaged, but it's hard for me not to. I love a little crazy bitch moment. So, uh, (laughs) it was, it was truly the best. I'm so grateful for her. And then we headed back to our hotel, checked in, turned on the fireplace, hung out for a little bit. And then we went to dinner in downtown Geyserville, which probably has like five restaurants, but we went to this Italian place. They had a butter and garlic you know, uh, pasta on the menu, which is what you normally serve a child. And that is how I eat my pasta. So I was very excited, but it was a lot of butter in between you and me. Um, the rest of the night was a little rough on Ashley in our shared hotel bathroom. Like kill me the way I can't get away with anything, the way I can't just be like sexy and romantic for one second because my Crohn's disease is like, knock, knock. Hi, thought you were going to eat Italian sausage. Did ya? Thought you're going to eat butter pasta, did you? Out of your damn mind. Oh my God, I was so embarrassed. But we did play a game of Magic the Gathering. I um, I got a little frustrated with him because he's like to the point where he wants to, you know, like he wants me to learn on my own. So he's trying to let me like, he's trying to let me play. And I'm like, 
I don't know what I'm doing and it it absolutely drives me insane and I get so frustrated and he's just like out here being so cute wanting to help me and I'm like uh no um <laughs> so it was uh I, I ended up winning which was exciting and um you know I play with the same deck I play with this angels deck because I'm an angel and I am starting to understand it a little bit like it's it is a lot to understand don't get me wrong I you will not be seeing me at a tournament anytime soon but but I feel like I'm getting there. Um, and yeah, it was just like, it was so fun. And, you know, Thursday night I had dinner. I came back, had dinner with my dad on Friday. I went to Kevin's football game, obviously, and it was raining and we stood out there in the rain, watched the Bruins. Unfortunately, they didn't win, but you know what? It was such a good season. And I'm actually like really sad the football's over. Like I, I love that ease of Friday night of knowing that like I could just go see Danielle and like watch a little football and hang out with Kevin's parents who I love. And it was just like, you know what? Honestly, it was a full vibe and I'm really going to miss it. I, I felt sad. Like I feel, I feel sad right now that like this Friday, I'm not going to be watching football. You know what I mean? But you know, I'll be really geared up for next season. And uh, yeah, then on Saturday, I um, got to hang out with um, Courtney, Danielle's sister. We had such a good time. And then uh, I went up to uh, Hayward and hung out with Jenna and Sergio for his birthday. Sunday did a little Sunday football with the Otter. And then, you know, now I'm here. On Monday, I was feeling a little depressy. I'm not going to lie. Today is Tuesday. So that was yesterday. And it was just like a tough day. I don't know why. Like it started out really good. I was like doing some errands and all this stuff. And then I just kind of slowly like declined. So I went to go hit golf balls because, you know, this is a new part of the routine. Sometimes I play pickleball by myself. Sometimes I play lacrosse. Sometimes now I hit balls. So I realized that like, you know, I went and got 70 balls. Okay. And then, which I love this place because it was automatic and I didn't have to talk to anybody. I don't remember if you um, heard last week, but I got a little shamed for um, not knowing that you don't rent balls, you buy balls or, or sorry, you don't buy balls, you rent balls, whatever. I, my balls got in trouble. So I liked this. It was automatic. I enjoyed that part. Uh, and then so I was looking around and I was like, wow, everybody's always here for so much longer than me. Like, and so then I bought another 70 balls because I was like, I feel like I'm missing out. Maybe I should have got the 100. Like, you know, so I hit 140 balls and I called my dad and I was like, how come I am done so quick? Like, what am I missing? Like, am I not doing something? And he was like, how many balls did you hit? I said 140. He goes, how long were you out there? I was like, I don't know, like 30 minutes. And the way he started laughing at me. And I was like, what? What? He's like, Ashley, like that should have taken you way longer. He's like, you're supposed to hit, step back, analyze, do a couple practice swings. I'm like, I'm so nervous about the practice string swings because I feel like everyone around me is just going to be thinking that I keep missing the ball. They're going to be like, who's this idiot who can't hit the ball, which I'm sure people were thinking that as I was hitting them straight into the ground yesterday. But I'm like, oh, I don't know. I think I'm just trying to I think for me, I'm just trying to figure out how to hit the ball and feel comfortable. So I'm not really thinking. I am thinking a lot about my placement because I feel like that's kind of a big piece is like where I'm standing in relation to the ball. But, you know, anyways, apparently I have been doing this wrong the whole time and I need to be thinking more about it. And I'm not saying that I am justifying my dad's reason for not putting me in golf because he said I wanted to play golf when I was younger. And I worked at the Springtown golf course and my dad was like, you do not have the patience for this. And then I go and tell him this story and it's like, 
Okay, maybe I don't. I just wanted to hit balls. I didn't know. No one taught me the rules of like sitting and waiting. The first time I went with the otter, like it did take about an hour, but I, you know, we were like switching off. He was coaching me. I was watching him. I did like to watch the people around me because I was like, what's everybody else doing? Like, I don't know, but it was just, it was so funny. Apparently I, I have a lot to learn about golf for sure. Uh, tonight I am cooking my first steak dinner. Everybody, I am continuing the otter's birthday extravaganza. The way this man was like, I don't like to celebrate my birthday. And I was like, I don't respect your wishes at all. Took him to Geyserville for a full celebration and I fully decorated the house. I made a berry pie. This is my first time doing the berry pie. And I actually think that this is going to be really good because I they tell you to taste the filling and I did. And you know what a little secret between you and me girls is I added brown sugar. I added brown sugar and I think it was the move, honestly. And I will let you know when we cut into it and see if it's still good. But when I tried the filling, I was like, this is lit. Like, she is a pie baker, I think. Like, I I think I'm going to do real well with this task. And then I'm cooking a steak dinner, which is scary. And I'm and by steak dinner, I mean I'm cooking him a steak and I'm cooking myself meatballs. And then, I, <laughs> and then I'm cooking mashed potatoes and carrots. And um, I decorated the house. And I only got one little gift left. And I, I'm really excited. And then I don't know about tomorrow. Still up in the air of what I want to do. I don't know if I'm going to go up there for one another magic night because my thing is so I got this new job and my hours are going to be totally different. I have always worked like a 7.30 to 4 kind of shift. And um, I don't think that's going to be a thing here. Um, they're like, yeah, 5 or 6. And I was like, oh, my God. So it would be really hard to get to Oakland on a Wednesday, but we'll see. So um, I might go for a magic night. I might stay home. I don't know. I kind of want to decorate for Christmas. And honestly, I feel like what it's really going to depend on is when my clothes order comes in because... The way meeting the Otters family is like my full-blown Oscars right now. I am so stressed about my look, obviously, and it's just, it's so much, and I... I ordered all these clothes. They're supposed to get here tonight. And I'm like, if they don't, what am I going to wear? Like, I am so stressed. And then he was like, I'm not going to tell you where it is until like the day of. I said, absolutely not. First of all, I have anxiety. How dare you? But second of all, I'm planning an outfit. And, and it's a totally different vibe if we are at like his dad's house or if we go to a restaurant. Because also if we go to his dad's house that I'm going to want to bring like a bottle of wine and maybe some cookies. But like, I wouldn't necessarily do that if you're we at a restaurant. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot to be thought here. And the fact that he's just like, I'll tell you what I tell you. I'm like, no, absolutely not. So fighting him on that. So we'll see what happens. But also last night I impulse bought a gym membership and I just bought the full year, like didn't do the month by month, just like committed to the full year. So uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I did get a panic attack after and I was like, what are you doing spending money? But I'm like, this is going to be so good. I bought a 24 hour fitness membership, but I think it's because I used to love to take the classes. Like, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, like I've been a UGM girly for a long time. Kim used to coach and I would love going to her classes. And I feel like sometimes when I'm just like home alone at night and things, I'm like, this would be nice to go do a class or feel like, there's a part of my schedule that's there. You know what I mean? So especially with like, you know, going to work and probably working later, like having, you know, the ability to take a late night class. I just think it's going to be good. I am fully talking myself into it right now. So please be on board because I cannot cancel. <laughs> 
Hi friends, I am so excited to share that I joined the Azazi Ambassador Program. This makes the most sense. I know I talk about it all the time. I have been a bridesmaid going on 13 times, so I've had a lot of experience shopping for bridesmaid dresses, and my favorite experience was with Azazi. Like, I just had three dresses that I liked the style of, sent to my home, I tried them on, I chatted with the bride, and like, we picked the dress, and I'm telling you right now, I will wear these dresses again. They were so cute. I cannot recommend this more. It's so simple and easy to use, especially if you have bridesmaids like literally all over the place. This is it. But also they have really cute guest dresses. Like don't sleep on the guest dress. So amazing. You can shop the link in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok at Ashley Sleek and you can get $2 off your first dress. You guys, please check this out. I'm telling you brides, grooms, if you are shopping for dresses, like this is so helpful. I cannot recommend it more. Check it out. Link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Of course, happy shopping. Okay. I cannot believe that I did not talk about this last week, but Miley Cyrus was nominated for a Grammy and I am so excited for her. And I know that my girl Taylor is also nominated and that's very stressful for me, but I am so like, this is such a good group. Like Olivia Rodrigo is nominated. And I know there were a couple other that I was excited about, but like Miley Cyrus deserves a Grammy. And can I just tell you, since I found this out, I made a list of other songs and albums. That I think that Miley 1000% should have already owned a Grammy for one being the Hannah Montana meet Miley Cyrus two disc combo. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like this girl deserved a full blown Grammy for that moment. She was playing Miley like herself, Miley, and she's playing Hannah Montana and she's like, Hannah Montana soundtrack to meet Miley Cyrus. Like in the songs and there were such bangers, like it was so good. And speaking of bangers, obviously the entire freaking banging bangers album, the bangers album was so good. And I feel like it got so underrated because she was so crazy at that time, which like, that's what other people say. Like, I don't think she was crazy. I think she was like being an artiste, but you know, people were like, she's off her hinges, bangers, whatever. And I'm like wrecking ball, of course, obviously, but like there are so many good songs on that album. Like maybe you're right. And someone else are two of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. And I said what I said, like they are so incredibly good. You need to go listen to them if you haven't. It's maybe you're right. And somebody else, someone else, like the way I could sing it to you right now, but it's just like, would it be good? The freaking climb. How has the climb not won a Grammy and a Nobel Peace Prize? Like, I think the climb literally saved people and changed lives. Nobel Peace Prize. I, I digress. Also, um, a Nobel Peace Prize award winner should have been Wake Up America. Do you not remember when she literally tried to save America by putting out the song Wake Up America? Hello. Uh, also, <laughs> The Driveway is so good. The Driveway is such a good song, Grammy. I could literally probably do an entire podcast episode about all the songs that I think Miley should have won Grammys for and Nobel Peace Prizes for and, you know, Oscars. But I I will just give you that short list. I do want to talk about Taylor. I my the way my heart breaks for Taylor any anytime anything happens to her. I was talking to um, Bessie Danielle about this and I was like in line at the Dollar Tree and I got so many looks. We were both talking about how like when something happens to Taylor Swift, it just it feels like it's our friend that's having something happen to them. And you're just like, I, I you're just it's so hard. So Taylor had a fan pass away 
before one of her concerts in Rio. Uh, the temperatures, it was really hot. They weren't allowing outside water in. And from the reports, the water was really expensive. And it's like anybody who's been to a concert can tell you that like water is so expensive at concerts. And it's just so heartbreaking. And then what was extra sad was that, you know, she decided to then cancel the next show, which makes total sense to me. Like, first of all, you're going to try to figure out the solution to this problem. Like she was on stage singing and like yelling for people to give water to people. And you can see like there's so many pictures in her body. It's all red, you know, like it was so hot there. And so they're trying to figure out the solution. And then also just she's mourning. Like that is such a heavy weight that somebody, a fan died like waiting for your own show and the fact that people were like rude to her it's like I don't understand how many times history is going to need to repeat itself for us to get it like I know this is such a theme with so much across like the literal world but we are sitting here in the era of Britney sharing her truth about being forced to perform when she didn't feel up for it this is something that like Zayn Malik talked about Harry Styles has talked about with One Direction like this is, a, you know, something that that is prevalent and has been in a long time of history. And now we're sitting here with Taylor Swift, who literally makes music for all of us and our souls, gives back to the community, is this amazing, beautiful person. And she's saying, like, you know what? I need to cancel tonight. It's too hot conditions. And I don't know. One of my fans just passed away. Like, and people were going to be rude. Like, I just don't understand it. What I am hoping comes out of this is that like the water thing at concerts really drives me crazy as someone who's on a like who's been on a medication that makes you really thirsty like I spend so much money on water and I just think it's so crazy to me because there are people who are obviously like well I'm gonna choose between a beer and a water and I'm gonna drink a beer and like I get it because like you're trying to enjoy but it's like that shouldn't be it like that's not how the human body works like we need to hydrate we need to have water and the fact that it's so expensive like I think you should be able to bring like there are venues where you can bring you know unopened water bottles too that's great but also I, I find it so confusing because we went through this whole thing where we were like we're gonna reduce plastic and then we are shutting down being able to bring your own water bottle places. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, maybe the solution is that you can bring a water bottle that's not filled with water because you don't want, like, them to sneak in alcohol or whatever. And then you can, like, check the, the canteen. And then you have water filling stations inside. And then people can fill up their water bottles. Like, and then, I don't know, pass out free water bottles. It's like, I know you can afford it. A case of water at Costco is like $4. Like, relax. I I don't get it. The way that we value making money over human life is insane to me. And that's all I am going to choose to say about that. I would like to talk about Taylor Swift, but I'd like to talk about Travis Kelsey. I actually pulled quotes for this. And you know, you know that I don't always do my research and I just tell you my feelings. So the fact that I like cared about this so much that I pulled the quotes. Okay. Travis Kelsey did an interview um, with the Wall Street Journal, I believe. That's the part that I didn't write down. So hopefully it's right. And I pulled the quotes to read to you that he said about Taylor. Okay. He said, obviously, I've never dated anyone with that kind of aura around them. I've never dealt with it. But at the same time, I'm not running away from any of it. The scrutiny she gets, how much she has a magnifying glass on her every single day, paparazzi outside of her house, 
outside every restaurant she goes to after every flight she gets off and she's just living enjoying life when she acts like that I better not be acting all strange (gasps) like you guys like I could cry I could honestly cry I'm gonna keep going before I cry again then he talks about like them meeting and he said there were definitely people she knew that I that knew who I was in her corner who said, yo, did you know that he was coming? I had somebody playing Cupid, he recalled. And he said she told me exactly what was going on and how I got lucky enough to get to reach out to her. And that's on Mastermind. That's on Mastermind. And then it was really funny. This is so like this is my one of my favorite quotes because it's like such a normal relationship because she he starts by by saying she'll probably hate me for saying this. And how many times? Have you heard your partner be like, she'll probably kill me for saying this or he'll probably kill me for saying this or like he's going to be so mad and then they do it anyways. Like that is so relationship. I can't like it was so relatable. But he said when she came to Arrowhead, they gave her the big locker room as a dressing room and her little cousins were there and they were taking pictures in front of my locker. So he was like, hey, hey, hey. Oh, my God. The way I was almost just like, well, you were getting down and out about the liars and the dirty, dirty cheats of the world. But what I was saying was he was like, you know, people are going to say the general public's going to say that, like, you know, you put me on the map. But just know that your little cousin is a fan and it's noted. Also, Mama Kelsey has stepped into the chat and she said this. Um, She said, I can tell you this. He's happier than I've seen him in a long time. God bless him. He shot for the stars. Ah! Oh, my God, you guys. This is everything we could have wanted. This is everything that we could have wanted. And the fact that we get so much information because Taylor's like, yeah, speak your truth. Do your podcast. Let's talk about it. And the way Jason Kelsey's like, no, I'm a brother. I'm going to ask you all the questions because like, I don't give a shit. And like, that's so on family. Like, I'm really devastated that we didn't get to get the reunion at the Eagles Chiefs game. But like, obviously, Taylor had to postpone. And Speaking of that, let's talk about the Kelsey Bowl part two or like obviously it wasn't the Super Bowl, but the Eagles and the Chiefs played each other the last night when I'm recording this It was Monday Night Football. And this is this is the thing. So it was the five point game in my pick league. And my heart was like, I think the Eagles are going to win. But because I lost one time, I'm so scared of losing that I was looking at it from strictly like an analytical like realistic point of view usually I just pick with my heart and I'm like whatever we'll see what happens but now I'm like competitive and I want to win so I was like statistically I feel like the Chiefs are gonna win I just do but like the whole week I'm like I think it's gonna be the Eagles but then also as a Niner fan I was kind of like nah I don't really want the Eagles to win but then as a Jason Kelsey fan I was like he deserves this and I thought it was so funny because like in the middle of the game they played this commercial for Campbell's Soup and in the commercial Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey were doing like an arm wrestling competition and then Travis won and I was like can't you like let him have anything like we keep hearing about how he always loses to his brother like can he at least win in the Campbell's like soup ad but then you know what that was put to rest because the Eagles won the Eagles beat the Chiefs it was such a wild game like honestly it was so back and forth I was like glued to the TV I'm like this shit is lit as hell and it was just like the drama was so high and honestly like it got really juicy there at the end because there was only like one minute left in the game and Patrick Mahomes threw this like long pass and then it was uh, not caught. And that was like really sad. And that guy's like really upset. And I feel bad for him because honestly, when you're watching the Chiefs, nobody was catching the damn ball. Like 
everybody was dropping the ball. And then like, but this guy is going to get the most flack, you know, and I get it because he could have scored a touchdown and won. And I literally gasped out loud because I was like, no way. And um, I think we just give him a break. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. But my, my favorite part of the game was that like halfway through, they do this little like, I don't know, recap or whatever. And the way that the people did the Chiefs in a full Taylor Swift, like they used Taylor Swift quotes. They like used her, you know, like it, Travis was like in this little um, box thing that looked like the ones Taylor uses on stage. But the best part was they made Andy Reid, coach of the Chiefs in his reputation era. They like had his face with like the album and it was so funny and perfect. I was so obsessed with it. I loved it so so much but okay I want to talk about something that happened that's not super related to football but I just like need to talk about this so did anybody else who was watching the game see the guy that they showed that had like all the tattoos on his belly so this guy had his shirt off and he had like every Philly um mascot like tattooed on him so like that orange guy was there from I think is is his name Gritty? Is that is that is that him? I don't know. Um, somewhere Rich is very upset with me that I don't know this. I'm so sorry. Um, but he so he had him and then he had like the the Philadelphia baseball. Sorry, I don't know the team's name. They're maroon and blue, and the and the mascot's like this big green guy with this big nose, and the nose was his belly button. And I just have to know, like I just want to discuss as a family. What if you, you know, were going out and you brought this man home, okay? Like you went out and you're like, this guy's cute. I'm going to bring him home. And he takes off his shirt and there is every mascot from Philadelphia staring back at you, including this green guy's nose as his belly button. Like what, how, how would you react? Like, are you like, wow, I love sports loyalty and I'm into this Cause like, I just don't, I don't know. Like the, <laughs> I'm sorry, dad, but like, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, dad, skip ahead, like literally 10 minutes. But like, if he's on top and you're just like looking up and it's just like this orange monster is staring at you, I just have to know, is he married? Is somebody into it? Like, I, I don't know. Like, Maybe he's a bottom and so like no one sees it. Like, I don't know. Like, I just have so many questions. I just like, I just can't, I just can't imagine. I just can't, I just, but then, oh my God. <laughs> I just have so many thoughts. It's like, then then do you like sexualize the mascots like in your head? Then when you see them, are they turn like, I, I have to know more. Please let me know what you think. DM me at Ashley Sleek on Instagram or on TikTok. Um, okay, the other things that were happening is that, okay, so Kylie Kelsey was such a queen and she was like, I like to sit in the bleachers. I'm not sitting in the suite. And she also was like, Taylor's not going to be there. So why would I do that? But no, honestly, she's like, I'm a bleachers girl. I respect that. Or not bleachers. She was a stands. But then I was thinking when it started to rain, like, was she going to go up into the suites? Because like, who wants to sit in the rain? But then as I'm saying this out loud, that I very much remember that me, um, not a fiance, girlfriend or wife of a coach was sitting in the rain watching Kevin's football game. So actually, yes, I'm sure she was just sitting in the rain enjoying her time. But I love her. She's such a queen. Um, other things about football. I just want to say that this is controversial and I understand that it's for like the military and anything, but I really hate the brown sweatshirts that the coaches and staff are wearing, except for Daddy Shanahan showed up in this bomber jacket. 
He looks so fine. Honestly, Daddy Shanahan looks so fine. And I was like, okay, but I have been bitching. Like, please ask the otter about it. If you ever meet him or when you meet him, be like, um, how annoying is Ashley about the brown jackets? I talk shit about it every moment that I can. It drives me nuts. Also, I learned that um, our sweet baby Angel has a brother who also is a quarterback. And I'm like, my heart just can't take it. I also thought it was really funny. Um, shout out to Jordan Libby again. She told me that her husband, she will she will talk to him about football because she learns football through this podcast. And she calls Brock Purdy a sweet baby angel. And I just love that so much. By the way, sweet baby angel came from my favorite murder. But it is the only way that I can describe Brock Purdy because he just is a sweet baby angel. And now there's two. There's two of them. And I'm like, <gasps> Are we going to get like a Purdy Bowl someday? That's very exciting, which I said to the otter. And he was like, well, you never know if he's going to be good. If Just because he's good at college doesn't mean he's going to be good in the NFL. It's like, ugh, just can you just let me live in my world? OK, I don't need I don't need that. OK, I just in my head, we're getting a Purdy Bowl and I'm going to lose my damn mind. OK, also, um, more importantly, I won fantasy football again this week. So did Danielle and so did the Otter. It's a winning week, although Danielle beat her future husband. So I'm sure it was a tough day in the house for that. But um, I, I I was thinking about it and I was like, could I play in a league with the Otter? Like, could we play against each other? Like, he's not as competitive as me, um, which I don't know if that would be fun. But also, like, I I need him. Like, I, he helps me all the time. So I feel like it'd be tough, but whatever. So also, um, yeah, so I won and it's so good because I was playing the other worst girl in the league and I was like, I don't want to be the worst one, you know? So like if I lose to her, I feel like that I really am the worst. So honestly, I'm just playing to not be last now. Like I thought about it because someone needed a tight end and I have two tight ends. I obviously have Kelsey and then I have this other guy from Houston who's actually doing really well for me. And I was like, I don't really like I'm already eliminated from the playoffs. Like I should just, you know, give her this guy but I was like no I am playing I am playing not to lose like I'm gonna play I'm gonna see this bitch through you know I'm gonna see this through till the end so um yeah I I won and I did actually really well shout out to my boy Brandon Ayuk like oh he killed it he did so good it was amazing it was so fun to watch and um yeah I'm also still winning pick even though I did not get the five point game correct, but like people are on my ass and I am scared. I am very scared. <laughs> okay, a quick little Ashley's advice. This is just something I've been seeing on TikTok and I think that this is something that has helped me and I, I, I think it's important to say and I hope it's not controversial, but it probably will be. But I've been seeing a lot of people and I've been, I have been so guilty of this narrative and I still say it sometimes and I've been catching myself, but like it's kind of when you're when you're a bigger person and then someone who's smaller than you complains about feeling fat, like immediately it's like this gut wrenching feeling for you because the feeling is like, well, I'm I'm bigger than you. So if you think you're big, then you think that I'm big. Right. Like and I was plagued by this for so long. I've always been the biggest of my friends. I've always, you know, um, just I that's it. I've just always been the bigger of my friends. I'm usually the biggest person in the room. Like I'm used to that as, you know, a plus size girly for so long. And, you know, I, it used to really be hard for me when I would like listen to other people talk about their bodies because I'm like, oh my God, like they must think I'm a cow, you know? And I've been seeing this a lot on TikTok, but a couple years ago, I really dove into this and really thought more about it because I think something had come up and, people were talking about like the skinny shaming and if it, and, and 
addition to the fat shaming of like, you know, being told like, oh, go eat a cheeseburger and things like that. And like how that was actually really like hurtful, you know, and where, you know, as a big girl, I'm like, I wish someone told me to go eat a cheeseburger, you know, but I realized how much that hurts them. So then I really sat with this narrative for a while and I decided that it was important to change it because I don't think it's very fair. Like, I don't think it's fair that the takeaway from this is that, oh my gosh, all these skinny people must think I'm so fat. Actually, the takeaway is, oh my gosh, everyone is insecure about their body. Everybody is having body dysmorphia issues. Everybody's feeling this way. And who am I to deny like my friend the ability to express their feelings just because I'm like, I I feel that I'm bigger than them. Like, when you are looking at your body, you are looking very objectively. I, when I'm sitting in the mirror and I'm having some self-hate, I'm not thinking about anybody else in their body and what they look like. I'm thinking about me. And that's what they're doing, too. So I think that you we need to change this narrative. And what I can give you the advice on is don't let your smaller friends insecurities offend you. It's not personal. It's not about you, actually. They're not thinking about you. And robbing them of the right to be able to talk about how they're feeling isn't really being a good friend. When it's happening to me, like, of course, initially I I get a little tinge and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is so hard. But then I'm like, hey, this isn't about you. Like, you need to remember that your friend is having a hard time and you need to be supportive and tell them the things that you would want to be told in this moment. You have felt this way before. So instead of feeling like it's an attack, like look to the empathy of being like, hey, this, you know, this hurts me. This is what I say to make myself feel better. This is what I can say to them. Like the idea that nobody can feel insecure about their body because you feel insecure about yours is a really toxic narrative when in reality, I think that we should all be uplifting each other and trying to combat all these insecurities. And being honest, I feel insecure too. Like, and in a way that's like, I feel insecure too, but not like I'm bigger than you. You're making me feel insecure. That's, that's a you problem. That's something you need to work on. That's not on them. Like you want your friends to be able to tell you how they're feeling. And I really don't think that just because somebody thinks that they're, feeling they feel big, they feel bloated, they feel uncomfortable. That does not mean that they think you're fat. Like this is something I've been working on for so long. And I do actually feel that I'm in a really good place with it. Like I'm not saying I don't have body dysmorphia. Hell yeah. Like that that shifts tough, tough as hell to get through. But when other people say it like, yes, the you know, a, a second goes by of like, ooh, you know, this is hard. But I'm more like, oh, my friend's hurting. I want to be there for him. And I think that, you know, we are supporting this narrative by telling these jokes and like banding together and being like, yeah, this is so hard. But I think that it's almost one of those toxic positivity things where like we're we're saying that and we're we're, you know, building on each other. And, you know, like it instead of helping each other through that pain of of feeling that way. So, um, you know, this is not to say that I have not been caught saying these things. I totally have. And, you know, I I slip just like anybody does. I slip and I get upset about it. But it's been something I've been working on. And I just saw a lot of TikToks of this recently. And I just thought that, uh, you know, I would share that. Okay, for the I'm sorry, what moment of the week? We are getting into the holiday season. So I want to just remind you that you do not need to answer 
anyone's questions that you don't want to. I'm sorry what the holidays are all about the grilling session. It is like the hardest interview of you of your life. The aunties are like, what's going on? Why are you single? You know, you're already feeling alone because you might be sitting in a room full of people who have been in relationships a long time. Engagements happen, all this stuff. And it can be hard on you. But I'm sorry what nobody gets to make you feel bad about anything. Like I give this message every single year and I think I usually make it more of an advice thing, but I wanted to make it. I'm sorry. What thinks like, I'm sorry. What leave me alone. Let me tell you about my life. Just ask like, how are you doing? You know, like in my, in my experience, if somebody is dating someone, they will be the first to tell you, especially me, the way I love and take any opportunity to talk about the otter. I'm annoying. I get it. I, I love talking about him. That's it. I'll talk to you about him. Uh, <laughs> but I don't need like the grilling questions that come back with it because it's like, oh, you have. OK. Oh, you're single. Oh, when are you going to get a boyfriend? Oh, you got a boyfriend. OK, when are you going to get married? Oh, you got married. When are you going to move in together? Or that's also a boyfriend thing, like depending on what cycle you're on. Oh, OK. So now you live together. OK, so um, when are you going to have kids? Like, oh, OK, so you've had one kid wins the second. It's like the cycle never stops. It's like, shh, I can just be content. And this is what I do. OK, if I don't want to answer a damn question, I'm just going to change the subject. You know, uh, if you ask me, like if I wasn't dating the otter back when I was like single and someone was like, oh, are you dating? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm having fun right now. I'm also like hosting this podcast. It's been really great. I've had it for four years. Like I switch to talk about some success that I want to talk about. Like I don't need you to get up all up in my dating life. You know, I don't I don't need all that. Or like for me, it's, it's mostly like the dating thing. But like the job is another part. And like, oh, you're going to go to school. Oh, what are you going to do after that? What are you going to do with that degree? It's like, you know, if, if I was in college, I got my communications degree and someone's like, what are you going to do with that? I'm mean, like, I'm going to be successful, period. How are you feeling? Successful. That's it. We're good. It's going to be fine. You know, there are a lot of there's no way to really stop the questions from happening. Like people are going to ask and most time they mean well, they just don't know how goddamn annoying they are. But um, <laughs> that, you know, I think what's most important is is you being able to redirect and say your truth, because I'm sorry what your life is wonderful. OK, there's bad shit happening. I'm sure I believe it. Everything's a challenge. It's the climb. And um, but there, you are having a lot of successes, babe. You're having a lot of successes and they're not defined by anything. Any of these questions that are being asked you, you share what you want to share. I'm sorry, what? You don't need any of that negativity in your life. So mm -mm, we're not accepting it. We are not manifesting it. We are not allowing it into our world. OK, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Once again, happy Thanksgiving. I am so thankful for all of you. And if you would love to share this podcast with a friend, it would make me so happy. Uh, you know, Champagne Goals still on there. I'm still looking to average 100 downloads a week. So, um, you know, if you want to support that, I would love that. Subscribe, download. Let me know what you want to hear about. Submit your Ask Ashley questions or Ashley's advice. She's struggling. Everything's on my Instagram and TikTok at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. I love you so much. Okay, bye.